Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast, the second to last Hot Lava Podcast of the regular season. Kevin AC, I am with the team, or about to be uh, with them physically there in uh, AT&T Park, just somewhere in the Bay Area now, floating around. Uh, Jay Posner back in San Diego, where I'll be for that final series over the weekend. But Jay, the Padres were in Los Angeles. Um, Man, I really liked Dave Roberts before he started (laughs) managing the Dodgers and using... 20 pitchers a game in games that absolutely do not call for them. But aside from that, what was your takeaway from the weekend? Uh, the spoiling part didn't work out so great. After Friday night, the rookie pitcher stuff didn't work out so great. After Friday night, uh, the whole weekend, I guess, didn't work out very well after Friday night. The good part, you know, for just me, since we're just talking about me at the moment, is the only game that I really watched very much of, or really any of, was Friday night. So uh, I, it seemed like it was great for me uh, in my viewing habits. But Saturday I saw a little bit, but it got out of hand. I did catch the end. Um, and yesterday, I will admit, I did not see any of it. Um, there was Tiger Woods. There was the NFL. And then I saw, and then I saw the, then I saw the score, and it was like, oh boy, I'll just, I'll just leave this to Kevin and read about it. Yeah, almost an NFL score. Good defensive effort by the Dodgers, fourteen to zero. It was. I, I would expect more out of the. Oh wait, we don't have an NFL team, so I guess we can't even uh, say that. Well, the Aztecs would have even. Uh, right, I think so let's put, address done, the done let's address the rookie pitchers first, and let's address the spoiler uh, aspect after that. Um, rookie pitchers, Eric Lauer goes five innings, gives up a run. I think it's two runs in like 19 and two-thirds innings and three starts. He's 3-0 and against the Dodgers. Uh, um, as a matter of fact, his first victory of the season, his most recent victory of the season, and before Friday's victory, his most recent victory had been over the Dodgers. <laughs> so you're uh, saying... So three of his, I believe, seven victories um, are against the Dodgers. Look... You're, you're saying Eric National League Lauer playoff has- teams should trade for Eric Lauer right now? <laughs> Eric, well, that's impossible, Jay. Know your rules. I know my rules, Kevin. It's Um, a joke. We don't do jokes here. (laughs) Uh, Listen, uh, I'm not going to overstate what Eric Lauer is, but he's a very smart pitcher. He has to be on. He rises to the challenge. Um, So that's a really good thing. Uh, He's the only one of the three whose breaking ball was finding anything near the zone. The Dodgers kill you in the zone. Uh, Eric Lauer, uh, like I said, he's a chess player. When he's on, um, he can baffle the Dodgers for at least five innings. There you go. Um, that's who he is. The other guys, they've got work to do. We'll see. I believe Lauer and Lucchese will be in the rotation next year. I mean, Joey Lucchese is at 25 starts now, and he just got back up over a four ERA. This is a pretty good season for Joey Lucchese. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, and I think uh, Andy Green even mentioned after the game, um, after the game yesterday, that it, that you know this one outing kind of skewed his ERA. For the season, but if you look at his overall season, he he really has pitched well, and I I think he was around a three six, uh, might have even been below three six for a while. I mean, it, I I don't think there's anything much to be disappointed with in terms of Lucchese. I I thought he pitched well uh, almost the entire season. You know, wasn't good yesterday, but you know you can throw that in. I'm assuming he'll get one more start. Uh, yes, all three of those guys will go next weekend against uh, the Diamondbacks. Against the Diamondbacks, so we'll we'll see. You know, we might be able to get the ERA back below below four. But regardless, I, I thought Lucchese showed more than enough this year to deserve to be in the rotation next year. And I would say the same about Lauer. 
I, I thought Lucchese was more impressive through most of the year, but but Lauer had his moments, and certainly against the Dodgers uh, in particular. I, I was a little bit concerned the other night when when Andy went out to the mound in the fifth inning, and I was thinking, boy, you you line these guys up to, to pitch in these situations, you can't take him out here. Um, yeah, there was no chance. And and so he left him out there, and and uh, I saw somebody on Twitter say, "Oh, sure, about time he left somebody out there to pitch <laughs> to pitch through something." And I was thinking, have you really not watched the games at all this year? Um, because I think all these guys have have gotten their t- their chances at various times, and I think at various times they've been taken out, uh, you know, for various reasons. But I, I I think that that was a perfect time to see. You know what Lauer could do. He 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 came through with the strikeout. You could see he was excited. Uh, you know, walking off the mound after that inning, and and that was that was impressive. You know, the other two guys were not, but I, I think it was I think it was a very good idea to line those guys up and put them in those situations. And and maybe the next time, you know, maybe Lucchese learned something yesterday, and and you know if he's back in that situation in a, a year from now, and whether it's in that ballpark or. I haven't looked at the schedule at the end of next year, but wherever they might be at the end of a year, uh, and maybe someday, you know, the Padres will be playing important games for themselves, uh, yeah. and, and he can draw on the experience that that he had starting yesterday. No, well, so there you go. And they found uh, they they got further confirmation of who Eric Lauer is. I don't know that they lost any faith in Joey Lucchese in particular, and I would say that not in Jacob Nix either. As I wrote, I mean, I'm not saying this is affecting him, but I wrote over the weekend that uh, Jacob Nix is going to, you know, could be headed for groin surgery. He, the, the big point is this. He's had two abbreviated seasons. Not only was the guy a 2015 draft pick and has, I believe, uh, before joining the team on August 10th, and what is it now, eight starts in the majors. He had um, 16 starts above single A right, uh, right. in his career. No, he was uh, obviously so rushed into this, into this situation. Yeah. Uh, right, here. so we've got a lot to learn about Jacob Nick still. Uh, Andy Green very candid about that. Andy Green getting back to being candid Andy towards the end of the season. <laughs> um, but uh, saying, Jacob's got a lot of work to do and is not guaranteed a spot in this rotation. You might say, duh, but I'm just telling you that uh, – Many managers, and especially Andy recently, that was, you know, him being very forthcoming. Now about this spoiler thing, I got no problem with them saying it. I believe they meant it. And then, as Andy Green said afterward, we're not close. That's what this series shows. And I thought that was a great comment from, because as you said, there's there are guys out there, and, and we're both used to, uh, we spent more time in the NFL in recent years than, than in baseball, but I, I know in the NFL you don't hear a lot of that from uh, from coaches. Certainly not the ones who were here. And it was it was a refreshing, honest assessment from Andy Green. No, they're not close. I mean, we, we you know, and you could as you said, you could say, duh. I mean, they're thirty games, or I, I guess it's not what thirty games. They're twenty five games behind the Dodgers right now. So of course they're not close, but. It's it's refreshing to hear somebody say, "Yeah, we're not close. We need to be better to compete against this team on a season long basis." And sure, you can win. You, I mean, it's baseball. Look, we've talked before. You know, it's very rare that teams lose. Uh, it's very rare teams lose a hundred games. You're usually going to win. You know, it's the old thing about most teams win sixty and lose sixty, and it's the uh, it's the other forty two in between that decide your season. Most of those forty two, when you're playing better teams, you're going to lose. Uh, if if you're not very good, and that's that's where the Padres are, 
you know, they had the one series in Monterey where they won a couple games, and they picked off a couple games here and there, and they've, they've had occasional success against other good teams. But for the most part, that's, you know, 162 games in baseball pretty much lays it out for you. The good teams are going to win, and if you're not very good, you're going to end up way down in the standings. So if I could preview something, Jay, uh, and I'm not going to get in. I honestly want people to read these quotes. You want to talk about Candid Andy. Um, so I asked Andy yesterday about Javi Guerra. That was good. That was somebody I wanted to bring up today because I did notice that he started three games, in a, uh, three games, and then we haven't really seen him since. So Right, and I, I think maybe the expectations were a little high uh, among some that maybe we would see more of him, and, and, and certainly maybe we would have had they not faced what really here over the last month or in, in, in the last month has been uh, an abundance of left-handers, um, and there have been many in a row. Uh, maybe we would have seen him once or twice more, but, but Andy kind of expressed that, and, and you know what? Andy expressed that right when Javi Guerra was um, brought up, that, look, essentially, the guy's not very good. <laughs> so be posting that pretty soon um this was a guy who was a you know roundly considered a, to- a top 60 prospect in all of baseball when the padres acquired him and i'm um, you know i think whatever you see of javi guerra uh, here at the end of this season will be the last you see of javi guerra well that that's it, it, interesting because he was considered one of the prizes of that trade um right and and Logan Allen wasn't, and now what do we think about Logan Allen? And and, and then Manny Margot, we'll we'll see. Yeah, the I mean, other guy in there, Carlos Asuaje, I think you've seen the last of him. Right. I mean, Logan Allen might. I was just going to say Logan Allen might be the last hope to get anything out of that trade. I mean, I I'm not. I don't think it's wise to give up on Margot yet at 23 years old. But he certainly didn't progress this year. Uh, and I think you're writing about this in the next couple of days. But he didn't progress this year the way that anybody would have hoped. Uh, Jay, that, that trade, have. that trade, there are going to be many trades. The one we talked about last week, uh, uh, I believe it was Estieri Ruiz and Matt Strom, where they got for right. uh, the uh, relievers they sent to the Royals. That's one kind of trade that you'll see um, that was kind of like under the radar. And gosh, I'm writing tonight about Matt Strom, dude. He is good. Um, and so, but this, that trade, where let's say the Padres do make the World Series and everybody nationally is doing their stories. Maybe they won't look back and, and realize what everybody thought that trade was at the time, but they could be talking about how great that trade was because it got them Logan Allen, and we'll all be like snickering going, <laughs> yeah. no one was thinking Logan Allen at the time. Right, right. And he, like I said, he could end up being the one, the one guy that turned and, – and maybe none of them do. I mean, that's the, that's right. the problem with, with, these, with these deals, and, yeah. and that's the, the kind of the pressure, so to speak, that A.J. Preller and his staff are, are going to feel this winter – is yeah. there are a lot of deals and the moves, not necessarily deals, but a lot of moves that need to be made. And uh, look, they're not going to be right on 100% of them. That's, that's not going to happen. It doesn't happen with, with any teams. I mean, the Astros drafted Mark Appel. Um, you know, it doesn't always work. They drafted Brady go. Aiken and kind of got lucky that they didn't, you know, they ended up not signing him and they got Alex Bregman the next year. So, uh, you know, it's it, those type of situations, you're not going to be right 100% of the time. But... You better be right more than you're wrong. Uh, and you better, and my point on this one was, you better get lucky once, too. Absolutely. Like, as in, maybe you salvage a member of your rotation who's pretty decent for a trade that otherwise would have been a failure. 
Right, right. <laughs> and I, and I think the guys you thought you were getting. Yeah, and like you said, I mean the 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 Red Sox trade was the one where it was like, boy, look look at all the cornerstones they got here, and now it, and the Royals trade was sort of a yeah, okay, they might have gotten a, a couple of decent prospects out of it, but you know what are the chances it's going to turn out? And now, right now, you'd you'd put your money on the Royals trade producing. Uh, producing more than the than the Red Sox trade, but there are other trades. There will be other trades. Uh, there will be guys let go. There will be guys brought in, and 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 I do think you know it's something. We've gotten a couple of responses on to the podcast on on Twitter and via email about how much are we going to do this in the off season, and I think the best thing to do is is do it when it's warranted. Um, you know, we'll. We'll do it on a, I don't know whether it's a weekly basis or something, but when something happens, you know, we'll, we'll jump on here and we'll talk about it and, 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 and give opinions and analysis and kind of the same stuff that we've, you know, hopefully been providing over the last several months. Yes. Yes. I think, you know, Jay, that's why you're the boss, Jay. And I'm just the worker. That's uh, what a brilliant idea. Jay. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. There's no, there's no, there's no rays coming or anything like that. So calm, uh, um, calm down, right. calm so, down. So, Padres Giants, do you have anything to say about that? Because I'm going to be candid here. I'm following Andy's. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't either. I mean, the Giants. I, I'm, I'm looking at their, their 72 and 84. Uh, they've lost their last four. They finished 31 and 50 on the road, which is you know just horrendous. Um, they're home for the last week, starting with this series, 41 and 34. Uh, I think, don't they have the Dodgers this weekend? Um, I believe so. Because Yes, they do. Because um, I remember when they were here and Bochy was talking, and they were lining up Bumgarner to face the Dodgers, I think. Right. I think he'll pitch either Friday or Saturday against the Dodgers. And, I, you know, I, I would love to see that race come down to the end. I mean, the Rockies... Uh, are still they're one and a half back, but it's still just one game in the uh, in the all important loss column, and uh, and they've got the the Rockies have the Phillies the Phillies for four, and the Phillies are basically toast, uh, and then they have the Nationals for three, and we know the Nationals are toast. So uh, it's inter- interesting between you know the the Bud Black and Dave Roberts going down the stretch with their with their teams fighting for for not just the the West, but the Rockies are also only a game behind St. Louis in the loss column for the wild card as well. So uh, should be a fun week. Uh, I wish the Padres were a little more involved in it. The, uh, Arizona fell apart here in September, so that series uh, kind of lost. It, yeah, we lost had our spoiler juice. fun, and it didn't work out. So. Yeah, and it didn't work <laughs> out uh, anyway. But uh, no, I, I don't have much. To, the Padres are seeing Derek Holland uh tonight who they who they pound they pounded last week and then uh Chris Stratton the next tomorrow night and I think they they did okay they pounded him in that inning uh last week it's Erlin and Stratton which is what we saw last week um so I I don't even think anybody's announced Wednesday yet uh all I know it's is all three games game, baby. bullpen game all I know is it's all I know is they all start at 7:15 which is never good but uh but that's that's the way it goes, and it it is the last week. But we will we will definitely do this again on Friday, uh, going into the last series. Right on! Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Mm-hmm.